Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Imagine that untrue allegations appear on an Internet site about your business tanking it. The site refuses to take them down, but instead offers to sell you a reputation management service to clean up the problem at a hefty price. The powerful free speech protections for the Internet have allowed this to happen in some cases. Joining me is Bloomberg Businessweek writer Dune Lawrence, who wrote about ripoffreport.com and Dr. John Pittman's battle with it. Dune, tell us about what happened to John Pittman. Uh, hi, June. Thanks for having me. Um, so Dr. Pittman is a plastic surgeon, and he practices in Virginia. And in 2013, these complaints started to appear on Ripoff Report about him and his practice. And some of them had names on them, but they I don't know that they were real names. And some of them were just anonymous. Um, and they all – they said all these things saying he was a drug addict, his business was tanking, he perjured himself in a trial against his ex-wife and taken money for it. There's just a lot of really seamy allegations. So if you – and they appeared high up in his – in search results on his name and on the name of his practice um, – So if you're considering plastic surgery, you're probably not going to go to him. Uh, So, And his business did tank after that. Now, he has filed suit saying that all of those those complaints, everything was false, but that when he approached the website called Ripoff Report to tell them that it was false and all of those were false and to ask them to have it taken down, they told him they couldn't do that, but... They could charge him money, and they would make them go away and turn them positive. And in your in your um, article, you say that, according to in-house counsel Annette Beebe, we don't want to assume that because somebody wrote something really outlandish, it's false because it might be true. And once a complaint goes up, it stays there unless you pay this. And tell us about this service that they offer. So there are ways. They so they, there are ways to make the to make the report go lower down in search results. And I think what happens is uh, you can pay ripoff and to become a member of one of their service programs, and they will sort of review your business themselves. Um, they'll come and do an inspection and take photos, and then so that positive review 
replaces essentially it, it sits on top of the original negative review um, so that even though you still might have ripoff report in your search results as a business it would be something saying oh this is a trusted business and you should use this service um, and they have the customer's interest at heart um, so tell so, me about oh, tell me about the online free speech under section 230 which is really at, at the heart of this well so the sounds a little bit, you know, from a, if you're just, it sounds a little bit counterintuitive that this would be totally fine to do and also unfair, right? You know, so if something's false, why should, why shouldn't the website just take it down? Um, And the reason for that is that they don't have to. Under something called the Communications Decency Act, Section 230, uh, it was a, it's a law passed in 1996. It immunizes websites from uh, content that third parties, from content from third parties. So basically, if you're a user and you put up a defamatory complaint on this website, the website's not liable for that. You could be, um, but the website's not. Um, but you know, it can be very, it can be very complicated for businesses to respond to this because you know, in a situation with Ripoff Report, they won't take it down. Um, so you basically have to pay them, even if it's false. So it sounds and, like a nightmare. Are there any legal avenues? Are there attorneys general looking into this? Are there any lawsuits that have worked? Well, there uh, there are lawsuits. There, judges seem to be considering situations in which Section 230 might not apply. Now, Section 230 is still remains a very powerful protection, and and that's good for the Internet. Um, but um, there are cases in which judges are considering, well, um, when might other laws apply, like criminal statutes or something? When might the website actually be liable for what they've put for, you know, the content up there? And, and in one particular case that's important for Dr. Pittman's uh, lawsuit, the a, a judge in Iowa it was it's not a it's not a final ruling but he did find in in a preliminary ruling that um rip off section 2 the section 230 immunity would not apply in that case um because rip off essentially had been too involved um in creating the content like they had paid allegedly paid the man who wrote a lot of the reports and may also have been involved in writing the reports. Um, now that is something that the website denies, but the the judge did say that you know at trial, more likely than not, ripoff would not get Section two hundred and thirty immunity. Well, so this is as you said, this is really complex, and it's a nightmarish situation that you paint in your article for the people who are subjected to this. And if you want to read more about this, go to Bloomberg Business Week because it is—it's really complex and very interesting. Thank you so much, Dune Lawrence from Bloomberg Business Week, for being with us here on Bloomberg Law. That's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We'll be back tomorrow at one p.m. Wall Street time. Thanks to our technical director, Chris. Tricomi and our producer David Sucherman. Bloomberg Markets with Carol Master and Corey Johnson starts right now on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. I'm June Grosso. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Carol Master and Corey Johnson. This is Bloomberg. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. 
That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.